0: Quick programming notes. Uh, First off, um, content warning for conversations around suicide and depictions of it in movies. Um, We discuss the movie Strange Wilderness in the first section of the show and uh, please be prepared when that movie comes up to skip ahead one to two minutes to avoid that. And also, um, there will be a brief hiatus on On of Saber episodes. We will come back to them um, in a couple of weeks but till then we have some really fun regular episodes with me and Steph plan and also some really fun guest episodes for those normal time slots. Hen- Hello, everyone. I'm walking into the room. I'm wearing a suit. I have power. I have poise. I have grace. I have presence. I have money. I don't care about the respect or the attention of women. I am a Sigma male. The newest (laughs) kind of male. It's me. It's Kip. The Sigma Kip. And you're listening to Come and Ride With Me. Hey, Steph.
1: <laughs> I, I I don't even know how to follow that up. I'll just say you're right. It's it's difficult to be in the presence of such greatness when I am but a mortal.
0: So like people I'm trying to figure this out. Um recently the term Sigma male showed up, and like so like alpha is like leader control, like assertive or like mm-hmm. aggressive, right? Right. And beta is like, oh, you're so beta, you, like, respect people's boundaries or whatever. Mm-hmm. Uh, now there's Sigma, which uh, is, like, all the pictures are, like, of, like, Keanu Reeves is like, John Wick, and, like, I feel bad for that guy, because, like, he's pretty nice to be, like, the symbol for, like, Sigma malehood or whatever, but, yeah, uh, it basically just, like, means, like, oh, you don't care about women, <laughs> Which, to make a classification of men, just to say these men are so good at controlling, like, socialness and social, like, presence that they don't care about, like, if women pay the attention, is the most caring about it that you could be, I feel like, too.
1: That sounds know. like a really long term for just saying, like, an incel. I mean, am I missing something here? I
0: get the idea of being like, oh, like, this is a kind of person who, like cares like doesn't care about attention but like to say like here's this really cool person that doesn't care about like attention that's just like uh, like both like super cares about attention but also like just like random cool shit like oh this person is nonchalant this person's like confident that's like not like a kind like you're not like this makes me think of like when people make up their fan like versions of like super saiyan or like weird like dragon ball z stuff <laughs> like, yeah you know, like, oh.
1: Yeah, I haven't seen that yet and I kind of feel like I'm not missing much. Um, I think it might be my age, but I don't understand a lot of things that are coming out these days. Right. Maybe I just need to pay more attention. I don't know.
0: I interact with a lot of very online people, so like I'll hear about like the Sigma <laughs> male stuff, but yeah. Um incels is a weird It's weird. Um you don't need to like give yourself a classification to say that you like aren't kind to people around you. Like, I don't know. Like,
1: yeah. And I think that's why I struggled to keep up with a lot of things like that because I'm just like, you guys are just pretty much all the same thing. You're just calling yourself something different and whatever you're trying to use to distinguish yourself is usually minor at best. So I don't, I don't know.
0: I think it's very funny though, that like, um, so like I have, A lot of bad fandom YouTube, where like it'll be like, here's the person that was Palpatine's only real friend, and then it's like, like, so when I see people like posting the same kind of thumbnail, like, here signs of like, of like what makes like a Sigma male, and I'm like, you're like talking like it's Star Wars lore about like dudes, and like, (laughs) that's not true, like that's like, it's really funny how like important it is to say this is like a name for a dude who cares about money. I don't know. Yeah. It just, it
1: it feels like it's using way too much explanation to, to explain what I think are fairly simple things, or in some cases, just things that are like signs of a mature adult. So
0: it makes me think, have you ever seen the movie grandma's boy? Yes. Um, the dude who like thinks he's a robot in that movie. Oh God. (sighs) Yeah, I'm trying to think. Yeah. What kind of male is that? Like, what's that kind of guy? Uh,
1: You know, he falls into so many of those categories. I'm I'm not even sure that he would fit into just one. I think he could probably slide pretty easily through each of the um, terrible groups.
0: A cyber male, maybe?
1: (laughs) He's a, um, a theta male. We'll go with that.
0: Theta, okay. That's when you don't care about women so much that you act like a robot and constantly hit on them.
1: Yes, and also plagiarize other people's work. Well, like,
0: <laughs> like, that's the whole thing. Like, you're not involuntarily, like, celibate. You're just, like, hyper-fixated on all of your failings. Like, you know? Yeah,
1: you're just bad at being a human. And, I mean, some people are. Gotta grow into it.
0: Like, is Okay, this is, like, maybe, like, a very Chad thing to say. <laughs> but, like it's not that hard to like kiss and hook up with people. Like it's not like
1: (laughs) it really isn't. And I I say this as someone who, when I first discovered I liked girls did have a very hard time talking to them. But the secret that I learned and that I've shared with several of my male acquaintances that always wonder at how I speak to people so easily is you just have to treat them like they're human. It's weird.
0: Yeah. And like, to be like, a lot of the time, the key is also like not seeking anything, like exactly. just being like, "Hey, what's up? um, you're a person, nice to meet you like the whole like weird like make sure you establish contact for fifteen seconds so that the female mind will like reboot and like imprint on your or, or, or like whatever like weird like pickup artist shit, you know, like I don't yeah. know what that is but.
1: and and that's the the thing, right you Everybody thinks that like there's some kind of secret code to it or like some equation that you can work out and you'll, you know, drop in the nice guy points and, you know, she'll pop out sexual favors. And it's you just have a conversation with people like nine times out of ten. That's the best way to start.
0: And also like um, sex is great. Totally. But like, man, it's not worth like constantly like living inside your head about like every interaction with somebody who like whose bra you can see
1: exactly you know? and if that's how you walk into that interaction people are going to be able to smell it on you and that's automatically a repellent like nobody wants that
0: yeah Uh and like it's fun to like uh I remember fondly some of my um, weird shared group let's try to pick up girls like weird teenage like experiences
1: mm-hmm.
0: like that was like a lot of fun But like at a certain point just like there's so many ways to find people
1: <laughs> like <laughs> the
0: issue is like at a certain point like you can just say hey what's up uh you could even like get in the deep end and be like oh what's up like i'm on some kink finder website or whatever or like even just on like tinder or like bumble just be like hey what's up
1: yeah Exactly. Or, you know, go for the tried and true method, just walk up to a girl, and be like, Hey, what's up? You like common writer That's yeah. it. Yeah. Magic formula right there. Bam.
0: And you know what? Um if you wanna come and ride her, you could buy my book. <laughs> 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 I realize that didn't quite make the sense I meant to But uh I, I no. set
1: that up for you way too well. I I don't
0: know. <laughs> no, but yeah. Um this is kind me episode sixty seven, um, our sexual health and wellness episode.
1: Absolutely. Um, and it's not even Valentine's Day yet.
0: Your cranberry juice, um do your nice get nice jeans. uh procreate. Do you go.
1: absolutely. Yep.
0: That's all you gotta do. Uh but yeah, no. Uh so what's new with you this week, Steph?
1: Oh man, I wish I had some more exciting things to share, but honestly, my internet has been absolute trash the past week. Um, I just got a uh, Wi Fi repeater from Amazon today, so it's been a little bit better, but it got to the point where I could barely work, let alone, you know, play games or anything that I really wanted to do in my office. So I had a pretty boring week. How has yours been?
0: No, yeah. Um, I'm like, looking at the end of the tunnel on working a lot extra so like i'm kind of just like nice desperately waiting because like when i hit the weekend this week i'll i'll like um be hitting like we full weekend (laughs) for the first time in forever like three months so that's like really like i'm really really looking forward to that
1: oh yeah but i've
0: just been like very head down what's a sigma mail on twitter and then that's like the most I've done. It's like, what's this weird thing you're showing me, friend? <laughs> Please. Yeah,
1: I'm definitely going to have to look that up now because I literally never heard of it until you mentioned it. So I'm I'm clearly lacking in my social media these days.
0: I guess like the most related pop culture thing to what we do that happened was uh, the new Godzilla versus Kong trailer dropped. Uh, I don't know. Uh, <laughs> I'm a big Godzilla fan, but I just kind of roll my eyes at like a lot of these like newer movies
1: yeah
0: uh i don't want to be a purist but like i think um the 2014 movie was all right it still wasn't what i was looking for but like i like a sense of weight to my kaiju stuff and like that's worth like something like the like practical effects ones uh weird uh, weird that i the person who's uh, hosting a practical effects like podcast would like to, the ones with practical effects but
1: uh, <laughs> so unexpected
0: you know uh, or like even movies like, like Pacific Rim that was like oh we tried to make them have weights as like like move in the world as if they were physical objects and like and were people in, in like suits was like a part of that first movie's like whole like the way it like choreographed like it's whole story and like fight scenes and Mm -hmm. like it's way better than the first one it's way better than the like it's like sequel because of that yeah um have you seen that trailer or no
1: no not yet i I honestly didn't even know that they were making it again so i'm definitely gonna have to check it out because the uh king kong versus godzilla was one of my favorites
0: i guess king kong's thor now and he has an axe
1: huh I feel like I'm going to have a very similar opinion to you when I see it.
0: (laughs) I want Godzilla to be like the serious shit or I don't want it to be serious at all, if that makes sense.
1: No, I get you. I mean, don't try to toe that line between like the fun aspects of it and try to do something also that's along like the, um, I don't know, action horror line, like pick a side.
0: Did you see the uh, 2016 movie Shin Godzilla or no? No, I sure didn't. It's a real solid one. Like it's uh, the most recent like Japanese one. It's all about like uh, how terrifying it would be to deal with that kind of event like in like our world.
1: Oh, yeah. I mean, you see how well we've handled a pandemic. I can't even imagine a giant Godzilla attack. You'd still have people out there screaming that it wasn't real.
0: Yeah. Like there's still people that like don't believe much grander things aren't real. (laughs) Like the world's shape. It's kind of happened sometimes.
1: Yeah, I I you got me there. I <laughs> not even the strangest thing I've ever heard. So yeah, you're right.
0: Like, if if we had like a kaiju like situation, I would totally become like the um person who is like, hey flat earthers, let's use your knowledge of the flat earth to just throw the kaiju off the edge of it. Come on.
1: Yeah, that's all you have to do. Just you know, act like a cat would this. knock it off the side. Yeah.
0: We can't hurt them with the missiles, but we can push them. Let's just push them off the edge of the world. Come on!
1: <laughs> there you go, checkmate.
0: Yeah, checkmate. I want a live-action SpongeBob. That's what I want.
1: Yeah, I see no way that could devolve into a horror movie whatsoever.
0: Just like a good, like, uh, SpongeBob. <laughs> it's. I don't know why my mind's here, but like SpongeBob is trying to finally. Loses virginity for high school kids. <laughs> I don't know why it like oh, spra- like sex cavity?
1: Oh, yeah. Like, um, what would it be like American Pie, but have all SpongeBob characters?
0: I guess so. Would Sandy be like the friend who was like a tomboy who they were like, it's like mid 2000s, like they just like make jokes the whole time about like how like she's a tomboy, so she must.
1: Be a Not lesbian. like men.
0: <laughs> and then at the end they have sex. Would, would that be it? The best
1: I feel like it would either be her or uh the uh one time at band camp girl. And the only reason I say that is because Sandy does have that kind of nerdy thing going on. Yeah.
0: <laughs> or they would do uh so SpongeBob is like uh has like a poster of David Hasselhoff and he's always like, Oh, like I wanna like be like a man like you, and then like he like it's almost like um, into the spider verse where like he's looking at like the costume through like the reflection and like he can't fit it until the end where he's like as tall as that like reflection. And he says, I'm ready. And, <laughs> <here you laughs> and
1: then Eugene Levy comes in and gives him a good pep talk.
0: Who would Eugene Levy be? Mr. Krabs? I, yeah, that?
1: I guess because his parents only make a couple of appearances from what I remember.
0: Yeah. Um, What's your favorite, like, bad comedy movie? Like, the kind of thing that, like, you might watch, like, back in the day on Comedy Central, but, like, you would never actually seek out nowadays, but you have, like, a weird, like, n- like, nostalgia for, like a Joe Dirk kind of movie, like that one.
1: Um, probably Porky's. Um, that's still one of my favorite ones to watch if I just really need a pick-me-up. It makes me laugh every single time. Um. And another one actually was American Pie. I I couldn't watch it through the first time I saw it because I was just like, what the f- is this? But then when I got older and started to appreciate a little bit more of the humor, I don't know, I guess I got less mature as I aged. Um, that's another one that I really liked.
0: I have a real soft spot for like the comedy social movies that were like bad, but like maybe had like one good joke in them. And um, have you ever seen the movie Strange Wilderness? No. So it's, like, this, like, failing nature documentary, like, half cable, half public access, like, station. They decide the only way they're going to stay on the air is if they could find Bigfoot. Oh, and what? it has, like, a wild cast. It has, like, um young Jonah Hill and, like, Justin Long are, like, side characters on it. Um, But basically what happens is, like, they have this scene where, like, they're talking about, like, how they're outside Bigfoot's cave and they're like, Oh, like we have to be careful that we don't scare him. Like he's like very clearly like a vegetarian and like very scared and won't harm people. And then like Bigfoot, like walks up behind them coming back to his cave, like some fruit or whatever. And they all just shoot Bigfoot to death in like a two minute, like just like gunfire scene. (laughs) And then the next scene, they're all around a fire. Like, this movie's been utter shit before this. But they're all around a fire. And they're like, oh my god, like, I feel so bad. Like, we found... And then killed Bigfoot. This is terrible. And then, like, they talk themselves into, like, Bigfoot was actually, like, attacking them. Like, despite the fact that their footage shows he wasn't.
1: Oh my goodness.
0: So then the movie cuts to, like, their documentary where they're like, oh, we're entering Bigfoot's cave and we think we found him. And they've said it, and this is really grim, but (laughs) um, they have said it, they have staged a, like, suicide by hanging for Bigfoot where he left a note that, like, he was, like, done with the world.
1: Oh, Lord.
0: (laughs) So, their documentary is, like, them, like, then like for the next like two or three minutes it's like oh like trying to like explain like how bigfoot was like depressed and stuff despite the fact that like you can clearly see he's covered in like bullet wounds too like when they (laughs) show him and it's so funny and so dark and the movie's like so bad for like 80 of its (laughs) 90 minute runtime but has like a brilliant five minute chunk and like that's my favorite (laughs) thing ever I, i'm gonna have to find that.
1: that because that actually sounds like something i would enjoy a lot i i tend to like things that are stupid like that
0: like there's like an extended scene of like this person gets like their dick caught in a goose and then like <laughs> a like nurse is trying to like massage the goose's throat to like get the person's like dick out but then the person gets hard and they're like oh like oh no like and like that's like the height of the movie but then like at the end it's really brilliant i don't know
1: (laughs) (laughs) that sounds delightfully horrible
0: yeah or like joe dirt but that's just like a movie i I cheat so many times that i can't not but yeah uh yeah (laughs) if you can't tell um we wanted to finally talk about the metal hero franchise this week <laughs> uh, one that we haven't looked at at all and also is uh great as the kind of um, like intro to that series for steph and so with that let's uh take a little break and let's go over to talk about uh space sheriff gavin and robot detective jan person <laughs> And we are back. So this week we wanted to look at the Metal Hero franchise, which we have not really looked at yet besides an odd look at something like uh, Big Bad Beetleborgs, which is a, an adaption of a hey show. But uh, we looked at episodes 1, 2, and 15 of Space Sheriff Gavin, the first entry in the franchise. And then episodes 1 and 2 of Tokusatsu Robo, Jan Person. And, and yeah. so. First off, um in your kind of wider look at like a lot of different points of um Tokuso far stuff. This is meant to relate like a little bit to uh one one pastiche from Tokusatsu gagaga. Ga, ga. mm-hmm. uh, but also this is the earliest that you've seen. So I guess like what's your impression of like what we watched? Uh,
1: with the uh, metal hero I definitely, definitely am keeping that on my watch list to watch a lot more of that. I enjoyed the hell out of that. Um a jam person was a little weird, but I did like it. It was just strange. <laughs> mm-hmm. So yeah, I, I really got into uh Space Sheriff Gavin and that whole um really, really nostalgic setting that it had.
0: No, yeah. Um we haven't really gone like that early in like her watches yet.
1: Yeah. And you could definitely tell between the, uh, the clothes and the setting. I, I mean, there was no mistaking that you're definitely watching something that's pretty, pretty early, uh, in the decades there.
0: <laughs> so Gavan is in 83 and Jan Person is in 93. So, so they're like 10 years apart. Got gotcha. In the franchise. But yeah. Um, so Ultraman was, 66 the first one Kamen Rider the first one was 71 and the first Sentai was 76. Oh, yeah, wow. there's like that uh rough time period but like the th- the thing about um like Metal Hero is that like it was kind of like um uh, the other big franchise for a long time I think until 1998 like it like like it like went off the air and then Kamen Rider Kuga came on. Like Oh and- really? and like Kamen Rider hadn't been on since like uh 1988 so like 10 12 years and like that whole time it was just like oh there's metal here and like Super Sentai were on mm. um and yeah um it had like a bunch of different series um and yeah just it was like meant to be like the cool like the way that like Gavan starts by saying look at all these cool, modern, like, special effects techniques that we're going to, like, employ in this show. Like, <laughs> watch this.
1: Yeah. <clears throat> oh, excuse me. But yeah, and I, I think that one of the things that I really liked about watching it was that you could tell in the time that it was made that a lot of those effects really would have been just absolutely mind-blowing. And actually, several of them still, like, kind of hold up. But mm-hmm. there's also like, you know, that kind of, I don't want to say film, almost like a a filter that older shows have that you don't get from like the crystal clear cameras that they have now, um, that made it just um, I don't know, kind of more approachable, I guess, in a way.
0: Yeah. Like clarity isn't always a good thing. Like there are like older games, for example, where like the way th- like the the way the graphics aren't clear or like muddy make them actually scarier. Like there's certain effects that just like look cooler. Cause like they're already otherworldly things. Like mm-hmm. I don't need the armor that Iron Man wears to be real. I need it to be fantastic. And I think like my thing about like Toku and like stuff, like even like a lot of like practical effects is that like uh, when something is not trying to blend in, it's not trying to be mundane either. It's like it's very clearly like the fantastic is here. It's part of that, you know?
1: Mm -hmm, Definitely. And I think um, a a part of that too is that when things aren't like crystal clear CGI, like everything rendered perfectly, it, it forces you to be more engaged with the show because your mind has to kind of fill in the parts that aren't as, you know, in your face as they are with a lot of TV these days. And I like that.
0: No yeah um I think too that um like how invested do you get in like old cartoons where like you can see the part of like the cartoon that's animated different because like it wants you to like um know that part well not like not cuz it wants you to but like because it's constrained and like you have to know that part's going to like be uh what moves next you know
1: Yeah no I totally get it and I I like that and probably mostly because that's what i like grew up on you know if you think about it a really good example of that is like um wizard of oz the way it goes from black and white to color back to black and white like it it forces you to pay attention to those parts even if it's not a movie or a story you particularly care about and i feel like that's kind of the same same thing
0: yeah um i Really appreciate how this was trying to be like everything like this was trying to be Star Wars <laughs> is trying to be Indiana Jones this trying to be like some James Bond and like some King Arthur like everything was like on the table, you know?
1: Yeah, yeah, it definitely it hit all of those notes. And, you know, once I get more into it, there's probably going to be some that I discover that I didn't catch in these three episodes. So.
0: So I really do appreciate how, like, there's also, like, an epic quality to, like, the character and the story of, like, Gavin, where, like, another thing is, like, a lot of modern stuff has, like, clarity, like, that things can be clearly defined in, like, a wiki, like, this character, for this reason, wants to do this with this clearly delineated power set, and, like, I like Mm -hmm. how he's just, like, no, I'm just a, like, like, it's much more, like, space or, like, science fantasy rather than, like, sci-fi, where it's, like, I'm just a knight who shows up in like shining armor and like wants to help kids. And like, here's my cool Jeep and here's my tight white pants. And I'm going to kick things and like, I and like do good, you know?
1: Yeah, definitely. And you know, one thing I noticed he rolls around on the ground all the time. Those pants never get dirty. It's amazing. That's just the way it is, you know? I, well, now I know what I want to be for Halloween.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I really appreciate too um how like clearly they like set up like the bad guys are like weird too like there's this one character um who's this like sexy skin tight suit like lady but she has a gigantic like parakeet head on the whole time um and her name is horror girl which i love it because it doesn't really make sense like she's not like mistress parakeet or like macaw bra
1: well i noticed that a lot of the names in this series don't make sense it was one of my notes so i'm not at all surprised
0: and like a lot of like weird like bird imagery too is like mimi like is like i'm gonna help you by transforming into a bird and there's a scene later where he pulls the bird from his pocket
1: i was seriously lost for a minute when that (laughs) happened
0: yeah. And like even the way that like um uh, this is like a fantasy story because like he goes to like Avalon like horse racing club and like ends the first episode on the back of this horse, just like I'm reinvigorated because I'm in my mother's homeland. Like I'm gonna protect the peace. <laughs> just yeah. on a horse.
1: Yeah. And wasn't his dad from like Planet Bird? Like just yeah. to add to the bird imagery. I because that's another thing I wrote down. I was like, Planet Bird, what the hell is happening? <laughs>
0: yeah <laughs> that's where the space sheriffs are from i don't know
1: right <laughs> I, I, i'm clearly from the wrong planet i want to be a space sheriff now
0: because um the common rider the first common rider um his like base of operations is um the tachibana like racing club which is like all like motorcycle racing so like i even like how it's like no we're doing horse like riding here because like this is like more of like a fantasy show like it's not fantasy but like it's Like sci-fi the same way that Star Wars is sci-fi, where it's like very clearly trying to like do it in the pastiche and like just everything. Like here's Ultraman's ray, here's a lightsaber. (laughs) Here's
1: here's a flying dragon. dragon. Yes.
0: (laughs) And like it's like he's flying a spaceship with a dragon underneath it. And she's like, Okay, (laughs) you're just cool. Like it's not being like put out piecemeal like some shows, it's just like here's all the cool stuff. Cause we want to be the coolest like person on TV. And like all the kids would be like hearing our theme song. where like, the lyrics are like, don't you know, it's time to be a man and stuff like that. Like, it's great. <laughs> so it's like, okay.
1: Yeah. I mean, they seriously did like, they didn't pull any punches. It wasn't a slow burn. Like, um, Kuga was where he slowly gets his powers. Like he draws out everything. Those first couple episodes.
0: I'm going to read. Some parts of the of the like intro too actually, um the first line is, "Aren't you a man? Don't hesitate, fire up the engines of your heart. I am here one step ahead at the speed of light towards tomorrow we dash youth, oh, what is youth? It's about not turning your back around. love, oh, what is love? It's about being unstoppable. Gavin, overflowing tears, Gavin, bring on the courage, space sheriff, Gavin,
1: oh my. <laughs> That would be the most metal song ever.
0: <laughs> the singer for this is also like um the legendary Hakira Kushida, who you might know if you uh like Dragon Ball Super for doing the song when Goku gets his uh his ultra instinct form. He does like a lot of stuff for other shows. He's just like the dude for like the most metal shit, honestly. <laughs> Uh yeah oh it just yeah, like if he has an incredible like Wikipedia page too, but um, regardless, um, I picked these episodes to show off was like the first episodes like very simple, like let's fight a monster, and the monster's like a weird tick that that goes in the ground, mm-hmm. and the next episode is like let's show like a pirate ship, and let's have like the Japanese government send a rocket to space full of diamonds. <laughs> what do you think of uh, of the weird like censoring graphic whenever they had to like show special effects of the show Uh,
1: (laughs) that was actually one of my favorite parts i just i i thought it was so great just in that um you know once again that kind of nostalgic way i just between that and those uh the background that never moved whenever they were fighting on the moon uh got a real big kick out of that.
0: Oh, uh, yeah, they introduce like that dimension where like the monsters are stronger, but they just they don't they don't quit with this show. they get as extra as they can with it, and um, like, there's that one scene where they're fighting on the rings of Saturn,
1: yeah. And actually, one of the um, notes that I wrote down was, you know, that dude keeps constantly reversing the Earth's axis. It would have already been destroyed by now. Like, he would have accomplished his goal the first time.
0: And like his name is, like, Dawn Horror. So his whole thing is he's, like, a space horror or, like, mafiosa, which I love.
1: Yeah, yeah, that definitely added an element of, uh, I definitely haven't seen an uh, evil guy like that before, so.
0: What do you think of, um the spy work that like Gavin has like, where he's like going up buildings and like rolling around islands.
1: (laughs) A bit cheesy, but I, I, once again, just in the spirit of the show, I, I enjoyed it. (laughs) I just, I think by the time I saw that I'd gotten to the point where I was like, Oh, okay, this, they're not going to show anything that this dude can't do at this point. So.
0: Well, no, he's just gotta like have his cool his cool space jeep that's like the modern jeep and his cool space bird girlfriend who's the like commander's daughter who loves him (laughs) and he's like too worried about justice
1: it's yeah it it was wild i yeah (laughs) that 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 show had a lot going on but it was a really fun watch
0: so we looked at three episodes um the first two one and two chronological first two had subtitles, then there's episode fifteen, which was not chronological, did not have subtitles. I was glad it was on YouTube. Mm-hmm. I think the lack of subtitles maybe added something to the to the like whole experience of watching it. um, uh, can you speak on that a little bit episode fifteen of
1: Kathy? oh yeah, definitely. that was the uh fever dream episode um and yeah i I'll definitely agree that not having that almost um like taking the crutch away. Um, and the fact that I felt like that whole um the way that they visually represented everything he was going through anyway was so much fun that I, I don't know, I almost feel like having the subtitles would have messed it up. <laughs> I liked having like that um that kind of same lost feeling that he had because i I couldn't understand the words of what was going on, but I mean they definitely between the music and The visuals that they used to represent all of that—it was pretty intense, anyway.
0: Oh, so I didn't realize that like that was like a dream for him. Like I thought that the girl had the fever, but he was just like tripping, basically. Oh, that maybe so. That's how
1: I interpreted it, just because it looked like stuff from a fever dream. But I could be wrong.
0: There's this whole just—I can't help but love how he goes from like fighting like thugs to like samurai through the city. And then there's the clowns, which I, which I love the clowns. Yeah,
1: I did too. And then the, um, the animals that are playing instruments around him and like torturing him.
0: Oh yeah. The animals and the song that plays with the clowns where it's just like, he's getting like punched. Like he's in like a boxing movie or like Rocky. And just, I love like You can't separate like Toku from the like rise in Japanese like culture like around the world, but also like locally, like trying to compete with like the cultural juggernaut that is like America, like with like American like media being so popular. Like the whole point of like the show seemed to be let's use the effects from these movies and shows in America and let's just like make the coolest hero who can like do all the stuff. Like he can survive like a like, giant boulder like Indiana Jones and this kind of stuff, you know?
1: Right, right. It, they did fit a lot of tropes into there.
0: <laughs> George Lucas has said that he's a big fan of Space Sheriff like Gavin, like back in the 80s. Oh, which really? Which I think is really interesting. Yeah. yeah. Um, it it has lightsabers in it, but also like, he loves, like, he's like a big fan of like Kurosawa too. It's like, he like grew up on cowboy movies and also like He just made Kurosawa movies of Star Wars. Uh, But yeah, um, I could
1: definitely see that influence for sure.
0: The weird kind of like the Ouroboros of this though, is that like, so Gavin is kind of, it's cited as inspiration for RoboCop, but then RoboCop comes out and like Japan loves that shit. They're like, this is great. (laughs) (laughs) This is a great movie. And I agree. RoboCop is one of those movies that I definitely like. Want to do something on because that's totally Toku.
1: Yeah, definitely. And it's been forever since I've seen it, but yeah, I definitely remember enjoying that one a lot as a kid. And it's funny that this is cited as that when um, actually Jan Person reminded me more of RoboCop.
0: Well, Jan Person came out after RoboCop. They're like, "Oh shit, let's do RoboCop." Even gotcha. though we okay, helped well, inspire the it. design of RoboCop. Yeah, it's like okay. <laughs> Um, and like that's where it's like the snake in his little tail where it's like oh cool we let's use some of this like design to make Robocop and then they're like Robocop's cool let's make our next one look more like Robocop like, that's the best but um, hey
1: when you know marketing you know marketing people
0: forget how much things influence each other and like when they say stuff like ah oh, fan fiction is not good like make your own thing and like here in the 80s and 90s we have oh gavin school let's make robocop robocop school let's make jan person you know
1: (laughs) yeah but i mean that's that's all pop culture is just going in cycles of different things being in style and you know they're all takes off of each other it's impossible not to do it that way i think
0: yeah uh and people have a hard time with that sometimes we're like i think people forget that like. Pop culture didn't start in 1990, like three or whatever.
1: <laughs> yeah, definitely not. I, I wonder who's going to break it to him that uh, the Char- Charlie's Angels movie is a remake.
0: Yeah, or that um, they don't work for God; they work <laughs> for a secret <laughs> government organization.
1: Oh goodness!
0: But no. Um, so that brings us to the second show, which is Jan Person, which. What what was your impression of Jan person?
1: Like I said that one bit weird. Um I <laughs> liked it. <laughs> I really liked his car um and his costume, but maybe it's just because I haven't seen enough of it yet, but I was just like why is this so strange? <laughs> well, Entertaining, like, but definitely yeah. strange.
0: It's definitely stranger because like it's more grounded, but it's still just as crazy. <laughs>
1: yeah and i think that's why like because it seemed like it should be a more serious show than it was but then there were so many ridiculous aspects to it that i was like okay maybe not
0: (laughs) yeah like it's still just as wild but um yeah it's just like my favorite okay so here's the thing um a cab i do not like police violence i do not like gun culture or like weapon like fetishism Mm -hmm. But damn, if it's like a cool 80s gun and they're like scum punks and it's kind of RoboCop. (laughs) Oh yeah, do all the police murder. Like just like do all the guns. (laughs) And, 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 And like that's like a contradiction deep in myself, which I'm glad that I only need to like actually enter into when I'm watching stuff from the 80s. But like if you show me somebody who looks like a punk and you show me like, Somebody that has like a gun that they twist—that's a little bit of a robot. I'm like, yeah, go for it.
1: <laughs> yeah, it's, it's yeah, good. got to. I think it's because there's so much of um, an inability to deny that it, to deny that it's fantasy when you're looking at it through that lens. So that makes it more palatable, I guess.
0: Yeah, and um, so I personally do love um, how Jan person shows up in like a leather tracksuit pulls it off and then puts on a metal mask, even though he has like a metal face already. And that's all he does to transform. I love that.
1: (laughs) I love that. And I love that. um, The watch that the kids find that uh, that's how they identify like the other robots and Mm -hmm. stuff like that. I literally wrote down in my notes. I want one of those now because I just want to look at everybody and see if they're robots because I have some theories.
0: The first thing that, like, people would do with AR technology is, like, a they live thing, though, where, like, it's, like, randomly some people would be, like, skeletons or, like, monsters or whatever.
1: Oh, yeah, absolutely. it would probably be the first thing I did.
0: (laughs) Or, like, uh, remember that Nickelback music video where, like, everybody had, like, numbers above their head for how long they had to live?
1: Oh, yeah, I wish I could remember the name of that one, too
0: yeah uh, and like it's like that where it's like oh like above everyone's head is like how soon they have until they die and like maybe it's like a oh like if you wanna win a $20 Amazon gift card you can find somebody who uh only has like less than a day left and tell them that you care about them I don't know
1: (laughs) (laughs) that is way too accurate I feel like
0: (laughs) In my head, you don't actually die when you're out of time. Just like each person's world is like, oh, that person only has 41 minutes. I should say hi. (laughs) (laughs) I'll pay Uh, for their
1: coffee today. Fuck (laughs) it.
0: Though the best song from Nickelback is S.E.X., which is just about having sex with an underage girl and her dad shows up. So good for them. Uh, (laughs) Chad Kroger. (laughs) The typical Sigma male. Uh, <laughs> I don't know. But. Uh, the yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, look. <laughs> there goes that like. Three Kappa males. And they're all like. Cool frogs that live in bogs. That are in anime. Uh, <laughs> but, uh, uh, f- look, we're just a, a starting cat. our
1: own. Uh, Off brand of different labels. For people now.
0: Yeah, well. A true Sigma male is one who doesn't care about the law and just shoots fucking people in the street in a kid's show (laughs) because they're robots, doesn't tell anyone, which is what your person
1: does. (laughs) Well, I, I mean, if I had just decapitated a robot and its skull jumped up and bit me in the arm, I'd probably have a little bit of a bad mood going on, too, to be fair.
0: That first episode, it's just like, here's a reporter lady, oh, this, like oh, this girl has a bad plague virus and, like, needs a special antidote. Um, and then there's, like, two cops that are, like, hey, what's up? I'm a rookie cop and, oh, I'm, like, a cool cop and my name sounds like Bat, so they call me Batman. And...
1: (laughs) But don't fucking call me that. I'm a serious cop.
0: Oh, no, someone's, like, stolen the car with the vaccine in it because they're trying to make a, a, like, a, like, bank it away and then there's a bunch of cyborg assassins that, like, show up. And then, like, I love how Jared Persons... Arrival is just like this <laughs> weird 80s purple Corvette shows up and he throws like a metal business card. Just uh
1: that purple Corvette is everything. And I want one. I don't even like Corvettes that much, but that car is so badass.
0: <laughs> and like, again, uh, the whole fight scene with him and those like three like assassin robots is just like <laughs> a bunch of fun, like we're so badass bullshit where it's like let's throw cars let's like destroy the school
1: <laughs> yeah well, one of the things that i uh wrote in my notes for that one was that um jan person is freaking op like he does not come in light he like just comes in and immediately starts messing everything and everyone up he did not give a fuck
0: cuz like the character that was like based off of jan person like in the first show we watched, was more of like a friend to kids, like hanging out, nice guy. person is much more of like a, oh yeah, I'm too cool for this, or like he's not invested in the same way. Like he still like will end up being like a friend to children. I'm, I'm sure, but um, he just <laughs> the guys he's fighting. Have like rocket launchers, and their like <laughs> eyes turn into rockets, and they have lasers, and they have like weird arms, and it's yeah, great. their
1: arms come apart and they can shoot things out of them.
0: It's just like what's the dumbest thing we can do with the human body and like some clay, and it's like, <laughs> well, we got this, boss. Let's do. <laughs> and this. they did all of it, and he defeats the ball and gets the vaccine, and then like his car turns into a car, and then like a little like VTOL, and he takes the VTOL to bring this vaccine, help this girl and the, and the heads of the robots he just fought start shooting lasers out of it in the sky.
1: Yeah. So then he fires back at them while also still delivering the vaccine. Oh, and driving his car all at the same time.
0: And like the part of his car that turned into the VTOL turns into a Gatling gun. <laughs>
1: it's great. It, it, it was wild. But once again, that's why I said that show was weird. <laughs> Not weird in an unenjoyable way, but still very weird.
0: And like his gun has 999 bullets and it has a like magazine and like has to put it in to shoot. And he has to shoot them 999 times to kill them. It's <laughs> like, oh, great.
1: And then when it runs out of ammunition, he just kind of stares at it for a minute like he can't figure out what the hell just happened.
0: Yeah. And we're given no real time with the character. And like no backstory. It's just like he's cool. Yeah. We'll, we'll, we'll get to it, baby.
1: They um they definitely pushed that uh the reporter asking who he was and where he came from over and over again. And I was just like, no, I get it. I'm wondering the same thing. It's fine. We're all in this together.
0: I'm gonna check really quick. Um he has how many episodes does he have? He had 50 episodes in this series.
1: Oh my goodness. <laughs>
0: and i'm sure that literally three or four of them probably uh actually deal with his character or backstory it's mostly just like oh there's a cave i better shoot a bunch of robots you know
1: <laughs> i'm not even gonna check to see if there's robots in it first i'm just gonna start shooting
0: and the whole thing of like just, i can't get over the fact that like they're just like yep this robot's just gonna gun people down in the middle of the street
1: I love that that was their first thought to like, damn you jam person like he literally just saved you in the last episode what why would that be where your mind jumped to
0: he gunned all these people into no blood and and like ash and metal right Must be people
1: <clears throat> it's insane
0: and like um, that scene where he, like the kid sees all the robots I love how like there's like s- some crappy fast food restaurant robots and there's like kids in strollers as robots. There's a bunch of like it's not even like it's just like business people are like politicians. It's like we gotta make sure we got like we gotta have anti ants on lock. We gotta make sure they kick at their pretzels. Like we gotta make sure that when we take over like we got this food court down. You know?
1: We have to yeah, uh
0: and then Jan Prison wins the day by shooting all the bad guys in their base, including the head bad guy and has won the day for now, except for there's 48 more episodes.
1: (laughs) Did you notice uh, that when the kid is strapped to the chair, there's just a second where he hesitates and whether or not to save him. Yeah. The bad guy's telling him, if you take one step, the kid gets it. And the kid's like, save me. And he's just like, "Uh." (laughs) I was like, come on, man.
0: Here's the thing. Um, Kids sometimes don't respond to stuff when it's nice when things when things don't scare or traumatize kids but also like I just love how this is a kids show (laughs) like what if just like the most weird body horror and guns and like Corvettes and the coolest shit we could do is gonna happen
1: yeah oh and by the way some of those doppelganger robots are gonna kidnap you for sure
0: yeah and um I don't okay (laughs) So I just found out that um, that villain from the first two episodes um, is literally just in those first two episodes. Like He doesn't come back at all. He's just dead.
1: Oh, he's D.E.D. dead. Wow. Yeah. I was fully expecting him to make a comeback later on.
0: That's cool. I love that,
1: actually. (laughs) (laughs) That's awesome.
0: But no, uh, just a very um, metal hero, a franchise about being badass about uh, like doing badass things and I think it does well for that. Um,
1: oh one other thing that I noticed too just because I, I mentioned the doppelganger robots. did you notice that that reporter could kind of fight <laughs> when she started taking <laughs> yeah. out after the one that looked like her. I was like dang go girl.
0: I mean like I'm assuming if like the plot of the show is a robot shows up to fight other robots and like not even like and, the, and like the other robots are just, like, people in, like, leather. <laughs> and that's the most of it. Uh, there's got to be, like, some way to involve other characters. And police and reporters make sense, I guess, you know?
1: I guess. But, man, I, as as tiny as she was and as dainty as she had been, like, those that first episode and a half, I sure wasn't expecting her to be able to take a hit like she did and then, you know, return it. I was like, wow, she's been holding back.
0: Cause like her robot like beats her up With like a lead pipe or something I know
1: and you know you would have a concussion From that not her she just bounced Right back up and tried to slug her right in the Right side It was amazing
0: Yeah very spy kids (laughs) (laughs) But no of I just uh We should definitely At some point um look At more of these shows and actually I'm gonna Um if i can do this maybe i'd lied
1: (laughs) he's toying with our emotions
0: we are looking at um we'll react afterward to the uh wind specter opening uh as just a quick sample of what another show in this franchise like looks like
1: very cool oh my goodness that looks amazing
0: uh yeah, so Metal Hero is the the dude's rock even more than comedy rider of uh Mike Toku. It's just like, what if you were in a car? And then like you had some robots had some fun and posed and like fought some stuff. There's this <laughs> great little scene of a of just a, like this I'm assuming supporting character, because she like did not have like a transformation, but like um and she just has this massive gun with a scope on it that she like poses like it's like a weird commercial from like the Truman show for like a kitchen appliance or something.
1: Yeah. Yeah. I thought that was kind of strange too, but then I was like, eh, well, you never know these shows. They, they've always got something wild popping out. So,
0: and the show after Jan person is just called blue SWAT. And it's like, what if a SWAT team like fought demons, but like they're mostly just in normal SWAT gear, but like their helmets. <laughs> and I really appreciate that. <laughs> I really like that.
1: That also sounds fun.
0: <laughs> oh, and there's one thing I forgot, Steph. Um, to end off the Metal Hero thing, this is like back at the end of the episode, um, to end off the Metal Hero thing, I also included a short clip um, from a more modern show of the actor that plays Space Sheriff like Gavin meeting some modern heroes. And it is actually multiple in- multiple characters that he played In various toku series.
1: I laughed way harder than I should have when I looked at it because first off, you had to tell me it was even there. Um so second off, when I did actually get into it and start to understand what was happening, I I could not stop giggling watching that. So I highly recommend anybody who enjoys Metal Hero to definitely uh take a look at that clip because it was hilarious.
0: No yeah. Uh so um that is from the movie um Kaizuko Sentai Gokaiger. It's definitely Gokaiger. I'm not sure about those first two words. Sometimes I just <laughs> don't not. know what they're gonna be. But um so they were a pirate themed Sentai show from I think ten years ago this year. Um and their whole thing was that like all the other Sentai had given up their power, so they like were like bootlegging the other sentai's power the other like sentai's powers and like could transform to them but they had a movie crossing over with Gavan, which is the first time that character had been back for like 20 odd years
1: that's uh, amazing it was so much fun to see even for as short as the clip was
0: and that clip um does feature there were two sentai characters that that um that that actor kenji oba played uh one was Battle Kenya from Battle Fever J, which was a international themed of um, series, and then like <laughs> Denji Blue from Denji Man, and they all transformed together so the kids could see.
1: It was very cool.
0: And really quick, um, for Battle Fever J, uh, that team is Battle Japan. Okay, Japan. All mm-hmm. right. Uh, there is Battle Kosak. I don't know. I've what that country is anymore. <laughs> I'm gonna assume that was just a that's a part of Russia that's not there anymore? Or is like now part of Russia? Okay. Uh but there, uh then there is um Battle France. Okay.
1: hmm
0: Battle Kenya. Uh and then there is Miss America. Oh. Um who was actually a crossover with Marvel Studios because they wanted to feature a character based off of Captain America as part of their partnership, which also gave them the uh the live action Spider Man character. If you have seen that, like that one show. It's a very fun uh <laughs> it's very weird. But it, it yeah. sounds like it <laughs> I realized like the phrase battle Kenya doesn't make any sense <laughs> to any normal person that <laughs> hasn't had like some like holes like put in their brain by Toku. But regardless. <laughs> That's where we're at, and uh, so next week still pending. Uh, We will look at some stuff, and then uh, we'll resume on Saber once once James Baker's back. And uh, in two weeks, a nice Valentine's Day special that will be very, very sexy and romantic, and like all those things. We will. I promise that I will orally make love to you, the listener.
1: And you can take it from him. He is a sigma male.
0: Hey, um, hey Steph, sigma balls. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I just remember. Ligma. Like, what's sigma? Like, what, what's sigma? That's the question, Dave. Here we go. Sigma balls. Uh, oh my goodness. So yeah. <laughs> I forgot the rest of the joke I just got really excited I was like oh I can do it I've got (laughs) one joke today I've got one I found it
1: Dude I'm Uh, suffering from Sigma Sigma balls I
0: I always like associate that with Palpatine I love my good friend Palpatine my good pal Fred Patine he's a good man (laughs) uh, (laughs) uh no um so speaking of um, balls, what did we learn today? <laughs>
1: <laughs> um, we actually
0: before we learned. Okay. Where can people find us?
1: <laughs> okay. Um, you can find me on Instagram uh, at nobody much or on Twitter at Pat sis. Um I also am on a D&D actual play podcast called um, Bulldogs and Dragons Adventure Academy. Um, we only have one episode out for the second season so far, but he is working on editing and getting out more. But definitely go back and listen to the first season. Um, I'm not in it, but that might actually make it better for you. <laughs> but definitely give it a shot. Joseph's an amazing storyteller and he always puts amazing cast together. So, uh, yep. Go find me there and find Kip, all the places that you would find such a valiant Sigma male as himself.
0: I hope I don't get put on any lists and like have some people like start like, Oh, this is a really cool Sigma male podcast. And they're like, what they're talking about, um, feminism and, like politics, that's not what I want to sink my balls for. Uh,
1: <laughs> we'll be a meme.
0: No, um, I would like honestly, if I got hate mail from somebody that's like, Hey, like, I thought you were like a real man, you could really like represent us in this space, I would love that shit, honestly. <laughs> I would eat that up.
1: Just think if it was like an email form, how much time you would have to come up with different sigma references to send back to them in the email.
0: If you call yourself a sigma male, just you, you just like reevaluate. Just like go play like Harvest Moon instead. That's my thing. Just
1: accept that we will make fun of you.
0: But with that, uh, you can find me um on twitter.com. Um at James Forge, you can find the podcast. Copenright at CopenRide with me on Uh, I don't know how Instagram names work, but it's also at CobanRide with me. Um uh, there's CopenRide with me.com. And if you go to uh podcast at with me.com that is where we take questions. There is also um covenar me.com/slash episodes, which has every episode and link to different providers, and there is podcast at with me.com slash /merch able to raise a like a good little chunk of money in December and to donate to people who were at risk of uh of like eviction it's a very nice thing for that and like i thank everyone there but uh with that what we learned today <laughs> Steph?
1: <laughs> oh goodness so many lessons um let me think i think we learned the lesson that if you have just the right pair of white pants no matter what you do you will never be able to get them dirty and you will always be able to kick the highest
0: oh fuck my brain shocked i was like she's gonna say when you have just the right set of balls you can them."
1: <laughs> i'm trying to save some for the sexy valentine's day episode
0: sexy valentine's day brought to you by balls <laughs> <laughs> yeah balls the energy drink
1: Ha, 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 ha,